The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by the Valentine Museum. Its Richmond History Makers event honors the individuals, organizations, objects, and even moments that have shaped Richmond's history over the past 125 years. Thursday, April 11th, part of a week-long celebration at the Valentine. Tickets can be purchased at richmondhistorymakers.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast. The recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Virginia's federal bench now has no vacancies. The U.S. Senate this week confirmed President Joe Biden's final judicial nominations for Virginia. In a bipartisan vote, 11 Republicans joined Democrats to confirm Roanoke Magistrate Judge Robert Ballou to the U.S. District Court for Western Virginia. Ballou is considered a politically moderate judge. Senator Mark Warner says he brings decades of experience to the bench and is well-respected in the region. He's had a very distinguished career as a magistrate judge. He gets great reviews from the U.S. attorneys that have practiced before him, from the private bar defense and plaintiff criminal defense. Ballou's confirmation comes a week after the U.S. Senate confirmed Assistant U.S. Attorney Jamar K. Walker to the Eastern District Court. Walker is the Commonwealth's first openly gay federal judge. A ransomware group says it's stolen and posted 350 gigs of data from the city of Waynesboro. The city was first notified about the breach in January and has been working with outside law enforcement agencies to resolve the issue, according to the Augusta Free Press. Among the reportedly stolen information are internal police records, including data on staff and investigations. The city hasn't said if employees currently have access to their computers or data. Twice a year, volunteers and homelessness service providers record the number of people experiencing homelessness in central Virginia. The results of January's count were released earlier this week. The tally is similar to January 2022, but twice as many people were experiencing homelessness without shelter this year. Michael Rogers is the program director at Homeward, the organization that oversees the count. You know, it takes time to hear from people who are actually living outdoors and uh, understand their story to see exactly why that number has increased. Access to appropriate services, access really to uh, deeply affordable housing are certainly the biggest drivers. The next point in time count takes place in July. The governor's office this week announced the initial round of state planning grants to help develop lab schools throughout Virginia. Thirteen schools, including Virginia Union and Virginia Commonwealth Universities in Richmond and the University of Virginia, are among the grantees. The grants are part of Governor Glenn Youngkin's plan to give parents more control over their children's education by developing unique public school programs for students in preschool through 12th grade. In 2022, the General Assembly set aside $100 million for the program's startup costs. John Marshall High School in Richmond is currently the top-ranked high school basketball team in the country, according to the sports site MaxPreps.com. As Ben Pavier reports, it's a source of pride in the Northside community. John Marshall fans say the high school has always played good basketball. But Monday night's 63-point state semifinal blowout of Brunswick at Huguenot High School showed just how dominant they've become. John Marshall sits in a community affected by redlining and later gentrification. So the team's success means a lot to Keidra Tyler, who graduated from the school in 1994. Of course they look at us from where we are, where our school is located, but we're showing 
we, we out here. We, we came to win it. Her son, Keenard Tyler, is a sophomore who plays on the JV team and who says the team's success gives a boost to students' morale. Can't nobody beat them. Obviously, you can see the score. The team plays Radford High School in the Class 2 state final on Saturday at VCU's Siegel Center. Ben Pavier, VPM News. The November midterms were the first time Virginians were able to vote using a new same-day registration law, and about 25,000 people did so, according to the Virginia Mercury. 96% of the votes were deemed to be legitimate, and the biggest impact was seen in college towns across the Commonwealth. Democrats in the General Assembly approved the change during the 2020 session. A few Republicans filed proposals to repeal the law this year, but were unsuccessful. Chesterfield County officials recently released a $1.9 billion budget proposal. Part of that plan includes funding to extend the Powhite Parkway, says Matt Harris, Deputy County Administrator for Finance. It doesn't get it all the way, but this is an absolute critical infrastructure project for us, not only for a general quality of life, traffic congestion, but also from an economic development perspective. Phase one of the $153 million project would extend the state route from its current stopping point at Charter Colony Parkway out to Woolridge Road. Starting Wednesday, the Board of Supervisors will begin holding town hall and Facebook live meetings to discuss the budget. Supervisors are expected to vote on the proposal in early April. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM.